0: And that's another reason why I feel like so kind of cocky about this line (laughs) because (laughs) I've never really been like that. Like, I've always just tried to be like, yeah, whatever, like this happened to me. But this, I feel like people can trust me on it because there is so much history. This is not, this is before music.
1: This is like from when I was a kid. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles.
0: Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at
2: HelloFresh.com. This is the thing. Oh, how does it go? This is the way. Da da da. Wind up and uh, da da. Why well, don't I remember the lyrics to that song? Know. It's like one I... of my favorite songs from her.
1: <laughs> it's it's the. Can we afford to the play roof? a clip? Can we afford to no. play like a tiny... No, no, we can't. We can't. We
2: absolutely cannot. Gwen, if you oh wanted to God, throw us a it's bone. my shit. All yeah. the girls in the feel like, it. like Few times have been around it.
1: It. <laughs> What's your favorite Gwen Stefani song? Quick. Um. Okay, well, Tragic Kingdom was, I think, the first CD that I like purchased by myself. Wow. So I had to pick a No Doubt song. So like, Just a Girl, Spiderwebs, all of it. Being an OC girl, I was like trying to connect, you know. Of course, of course. Yeah, I, first I think heard it's about, I think it's spiderwebs.
2: Yeah, spiderwebs is great. I first heard about no doubt from Just a Girl because of the Clueless movie. Oh yes, yes. Which I watched until the you know VHS tape could not mm-hmm. play anymore. Yep. I remember being like, oh my god, all the cool people listen to this song. Like, totally all the cool girls. My favorite Gwen Stefani song overall. Is what are you waiting for? I love that song. I think it was an epic first single for her solo career, and I just love that she says "Take a chance, you stupid hoe" in it. It's like she's talking to herself. Slogan.
1: It's a slogan for life. Take a take a chance, you stupid hoe. Like take the risks. You you stupid
2: hoes. Yeah, you stupid hoes. Um, so I tell myself that on the daily. Take a chance, you stupid hoe.
1: (laughs) She's so iconic and inspiring in so many ways, which is why we're beyond honored to have her as our first guest for our first Los Angeles IRL live podcast recording
2: yeah I can't believe it I mean we mentioned this on the last episode but the fact that this came to fruition the way it did they her team asked you know if we wanted her on and we said yes of course but could we do something bigger with her You know, maybe around the holidays. Because honestly, when I think about Gwen, I think about the red lip and the high ponytail Mm -hmm. with the blonde hair. And it makes me just think of the holidays. Like, every Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Like, I just associate her with holiday time. Totally. So I wanted it to be like Gwen Claus or something. Or like Santa Stefani coming to town. Stefani.
1: Yeah. Santa Stefani. That's really cute. Stefani Claus.
2: There we go. Yeah.
1: And so we had this IRL
2: event Thank you to everybody that attended. We met so many of you. It was a mix of mostly glams and then some Yay. givers and givers are what Gwen calls her fans but also fans of her brand, Give. And we… Like makeup. up uh, Give Beauty ambassadors. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Um, and so there were 10 of them there and they were so excited to meet her. Did you know that there was a Gwen Stefani impersonator in the audience? No. You didn't see her. I clocked her. I kept looking at her in the audience. I I'm, Her name escapes me, but I, I saw her on Instagram. She did not look like Gwen, obviously. Right. Because that, that would be been, weird. Yes. <laughs> but she's like a brunette and has curly okay. hair and she had this amazing shirt. It was kind of like, um, it was like that stretchy material and had a bunch of holes in it okay remember this girl she looked so put together she was gorgeous she did a video about getting ready to come to the the live event okay she was like Gwen doesn't realize this that I'm an impersonator of her so I'm doing my makeup like her today not because I just love her but because this is like how I do my makeup to look like her oh my god it was really cute. I'll I'm gonna. I think I posted the video, uh, like on my page, but I'll share it to Los Angeles. So
1: fun, so cool. Oh uh, yeah, no, it was just. It was like, I like I mentioned this last time, but it was like so surreal. And then like Kirby said, getting to meet so many of you, who have been longtime supporters, and you even told us that you would have come to this event even if there was not a big celebrity attached, which just which just warmed our our little hearts. It did and it
2: felt very much. I was, I, it felt like a family. It was very, I mean, there was like 50 people there. Yeah, but... it was like intimate, cozy. And Gwen was great. So you're going to learn a lot more about Gwen. She's just very, very down to earth and loves makeup, clearly. But we don't want to keep talking about it. We want to get into the interview. Yes. Enjoy the interview. Before we do that, we have a few people that we would like to thank.
1: Yes. So first and foremost, we would like to thank Refinery29 for uh, working with us on this and for presenting and letting us take over the vice office in Venice, um, the tr- the team, uh, the video team, Carly, Megan, Meghan, Carly, Alexa, Alexa, Eduardo, uh, Eduardo, uh, Samara, like everyone, you all were so Natalie. Like everyone was just so Natalie. They had I can't they literally Capricorn. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, they just like made everything so seamless and perfect. And like you all also will be able to watch the video of this interview. Yes, if you're listening
2: to this right now and you're thinking, I'd love to see Gwen Stefani and Kirby and Sarah, go to our YouTube channel, Los Angeles Pod. It should be up. If it's not up by the time you hear this, it will be going live on Friday, December 9th. And you can watch
1: the whole pod. Yeah, it was so, they just did such a great job. So thank you, thank you, thank you to Refinery and that team. It looks beautiful. We'd also like to thank Melissa
2: Herkman for doing our makeup and Marlene from 901. Yes. Provided by Sexy Hair. So thank you so much. for thank
1: We you. loved our hair and makeup. Oh my gosh. Felt so good. I mean, it was like, you know, it's a little nerve-wracking being next to Gwen for an hour. Totally. But we felt great. So thank you. We also would like to thank Blended Strategy Group for
2: not only help organize the Gwen of it all and the give it up of it all but providing their other clients like Cali Rosa Tequila and Shake Shack so that we had food and beverage and um, also for organizing those amazing gift bags for everybody in the audience. And, of course, I want to thank Dr. Samulitis and the Facile team for providing the the de-stress serum for that bag. And i like to thank Patrick Muldowney. Patrick (laughs) was there...
1: Uh, I want to call him my dadager, but he's not your dad, so.
2: <laughs> daddy. Not. Zaddy,
1: zaddy, daddy. Zadager. <laughs> daddy.
2: daddy. <laughs> it's getting weird. Okay. Okay, you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're you're done. Um, I'd like to thank Patrick because he handled the Spotify Live portion, and he took all the photos of us with the glams, and he took some amazing photos of us in the actual interview so he was such a big help and i loved having him there thank you patrick i'm alexa rhodes the producer at refinery 29 we are so thrilled to have everyone here at our offices to celebrate the first ever los angeles irl event Without further ado, here's the co-host of Los Angeles, beauty journalist and expert, Kirby Johnson, and Refinery29's beauty director, Sarah Tan. Woo! Thank you all for being here. Yes. This is a monumental moment for us. We are honored and I
1: can't believe this is happening. I know, I know. We were, like, dreaming about this for so long, so to be able to, like, be here sitting with you guys, and, like, thank you for braving the rain, oh, my God, in yeah. L.A., no one drives in the rain in L.A. Okay,
2: so I don't want to call anyone out, but who is a giver here? And yes. has Okay, we have Yay! givers in the house! Oh, my God, with, like, amazing G- glam, amazing glam. If y'all have not followed or listened to Los Angeles, you should next week, right.
1: <laughs> because Glenn is going to be on it. You'll hear it twice. It's, like, so, yeah. what is it? So nice we did. It twice yeah, yeah yeah exactly oh so and givers and glam sounds like so good oh, together yeah. i agree um, i agree um who is wearing give right now I am. <gasps> <Woo>! <gasps> <laughs> y'all okay we were gonna do the yeah, whole and, thing
2: <laughs> let's just start let's but just with start further ado gwen stefani <laughs> is here cool <laughs> <laughs> Get my darling wow, how it is. i know we really you... tried real weird people that love makeup as much as me yes okay. yeah. we're
1: all weird beauty people <laughs> okay. so we can really we're get into gonna it fix her mic. hi
2: guys hi.
1: Hi. gwen knows how to work a mic hi. she can fix it
2: yeah you've you've worked a mic before
1: I've, a few times i have worked
2: a mic that is true
1: Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having this is me. such a dream this come super, true.
0: I was we went through it like, you know, in a little like what I don't know, we had a little meeting about it yesterday. Yeah. I, was, I got really excited. <gasps> because this is my dream. Like this is my dream I've had for a long time to have this makeup line and now being able to share it and actually be talking about it it feels like weird that it actually did it you know what I mean yeah wow here we are it's real
2: I am shook that you're just sitting here I'm like (laughs) me too I am talking to Gwen MFing Stefani like how is this happening how is this real hopefully I can talk today let's see if it works woohoo yay all right everyone so we have the incomparable Gwen Stefani here. I can't even talk. <laughs> can't. I'm having a hard time speaking as well. Or Gwen Shelton. Yep, <laughs> it works both ways. Yep, oh, love yeah. it. <laughs> so we kick off every episode with a question.
1: Yes, this is our favorite question to ask. What is on your face? What are you currently loving? Oh, Skin, nails, makeup, beauty, all of it. Everything. Tell us. A hell
0: on point, which is the eyebrow pencil, which I love so much. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about today a lot was the all-time prime, which is something that... Yes. Wow! Everyone's really into this. So cool. Typically, like in the past, my past life, I didn't ever wear primers. Like I didn't know about that kind of stuff. And I, I was a makeup artist back when I was like in my early twenties, maybe twenty. And um. Even then, like, they didn't have stuff like that. You know, it was like, here's the foundation, and here's the powder. And when I developed the um, All Time Prime, that is just something that I think really helps. Like, your skin looks so pretty. And this, I'm wearing that today. So if my skin looks pretty, that's why. Um, (laughs) Sold. And then um, I ended up wearing a bunch of different shadows. Because I put all my shadows in one big palette, Mm -hmm. all of the different ones, and just blend them all together. So I'm wearing Simple Kind of Life, Rich Girl, Danger Zone, Line It Up, Eyeliner, and bathwater in bathwater Ugh. color yeah so. bathwater
2: uh ryan who's on your team is also i believe wearing are you wearing bathwater <laughs> so she always wears it <laughs> i would never normally lean towards that shade of blue but now i kind really? of am, like yeah. wishing i no, same. wore it today yeah so we could have all been i favorites.
0: don't typically wear like a lot of color on my eyes like in the past i like golds um right. but this this blue color, I don't know, it just reminds me of seventh grade, I think. It was like when we used to like pass the eyeliner around and like burn it and then like put totally. it in. Your eye like, All around. Yeah. The eye. I was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it was actually a little bit of a lighter color blue. But this color, I don't know. I like wearing it in the day because I feel like it's still like extreme, but it doesn't feel like a ton of makeup. I mean, does it? I mean probably this kind of
1: natural. Um no, it's not. But I I just like the pop of color you know no it's amazing and everything like all the formulas i know you know kirby and i like we are critical sometimes about celebrity beauty brands but this truly when give launched we were like everything is so good thank you what's the point that's the whole point you know what i mean i mean if it's
0: not going to be good makeup then why do it i mean i was so blessed because not only did i worked at the makeup counter when i was younger so when i was probably, I I think I was about nineteen twenty, and I first worked at Plaza Sports, so which was like clothing, which was older women's clothing, like pull on polyester pants, and I was really enjoyed doing it, like because people would come in, and they'd be desperate, like, what do I, I don't know what to buy, and I'd put these little outfits together for them, and they would just feel so good, but I really wanted to be one of those girls that were like behind the counter, like, I know I can do that, like, I know I can, and I just, one day, I just kind of asked, is there any way, did they have an opening, and And I got it. And I never saw a rep. No one ever taught me what to do. They just literally opened the door. And I didn't even have like a coat or any of those outfits. (laughs) I just was like put in there. And so I worked for Borghese and I worked for Ultima 2 when they had the nakeds back in the super olden days. And um, it was really exciting and fun. I was on the same island as Clinique. um, But back then, they didn't teach you anything. I just had to kind of find my own way but my favorite thing was doing makeovers on people and they would come in and say like I don't know what to buy like I'm and they also weren't really going to buy anything like they just wanted to get their makeup done for free (laughs) so because my mall was sort of like a dollar dollar kind of mall like we've all done that yeah Yeah. (laughs) so I would just like it was just such a great feeling to like do their makeup and somehow the way that I see is in like visual things so I will practically be doing a makeover on everyone as I'm looking at them anyways. Because I don't know if you're like that, but I just, I zone in. Like, I'm like, okay, eyebrow, like, okay, you know
1: yeah. what I mean? Like, I, well, you know, it's
0: just the way I am. So, like, I'm always doing that anyway. So, it would be so fun to do that on somebody. And then that emotion that they had, that feeling of, like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that I could feel or look like this um, is just such an amazing gift, and you know, that I gave them. And then they're giving me that back, and that's kind of where I came with the name Give, because I feel like makeup is so much giving, not not only to yourself when you need to get that thing that you need in the morning to get going, but also when you share that. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, I know,
1: totally. I that's amazing. That. I love that name. <laughs> Wait, I'm like one what would you do differently I'm so like tell oh, me that, everything
0: <laughs> no well I was actually really like into everything you guys are doing today because the Thank black you. and white yeah. the you know I love I love it but I, I was good. I was mostly because we have such different eye shapes right? yeah yeah so for me I'm looking at you going wow like look how the, the lashes sit on you like it's completely different than what where they sit on me totally yeah. and and that's what I'm looking at like I'm like okay that would be I would have to really rethink everything like to do your eye because it's completely different eye you know? yeah
2: yeah I love that you've taken your art into beauty because you're an artist and we have all felt the emotion of your music over the past I don't know like 20 something years yeah. um and I just think you've done a lot for feminism like even I don't think you knew this initially like when you were in no doubt I don't think you realized what you were doing did you I don't, I don't think that I
0: thought about that stuff I I you know the thing is and even on my whole journey like people always like to bring that up oh girl power and all that stuff and even at the time like it was very it was like a big deal um but I never saw myself as limited because of my gender like I really felt like I guess maybe because I was very naive and sheltered kind of the way I grew up in Orange County I had this really amazing family and our family was all about like this is our family like right here like mm-hmm. this is how we do things and I think it was so great the way they were my parents Patty and Dennis hello out there <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time it was it was quite sheltered um, and weird like our family when I look at it now and we lived in Anaheim which is just such a kind of weird transient place where people come and work in motels and hotels and like what is it you know it's yeah. Disneyland it's like <laughs> yeah. Um, But that's after traveling the world, you kind of look at where you're from and you're like, wow, I was from kind of a weird place, really, you know. But (laughs) um, the culture around me was just, it was quite, you know, um, it was quite influential on on me as well. Why are we talking about this? I lost my train of thought. (laughs) No, no.
2: Just that you're an artist. Oh, that's Yeah, Well,
0: yeah. And I think that one day, like I can remember, I think when I started thinking about gender, about myself, I remember walking to school and, like, when you become, like, a teenager, like, somebody, like, whistled at me or something. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, yeah. they look at me like that now? Like, I was just a person. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looked at like that. So it was like, I was like, hmm, what is that? what does that mean? Like, there's kind of a power in it. But then it's also kind of a victim. Like, I didn't know right. which one it was. Because you just start to discover yourself as a teenager. I think that when I wrote Just a Girl, I was just kind of thinking about that because I always remember wanting to go to Tony Canal's house who was my boyfriend at the time and he lived kind of far and I'd have to drive my Honda Prelude like over there <laughs> and my dad would be like you need to be home by 11 and like you need to knock on our door and let us know you're here you know yeah. and he never wanted me driving late at night so I was I was always like "What? why not like I'm in a car like nothing's gonna happen but actually when you really think about it like yeah. anything could happen like yeah. I'm a I'm completely vulnerable right as yeah. a person as a girl mm-hmm. and so that's all those things Just I just thought about those things and that's how I wrote that song, which was literally so innocent and naive. Never thought anyone would hear it. I mean, we were nobody when I wrote it. I mean, I was nobody. I didn't even know myself. I was like, just writing it. The power came from just saying like, okay, there's mostly guy singers in the genre of music that I was doing. But it was I didn't think about it. I just was like, yeah. Well, here I am. Like, let's just go. Like, okay, they're going to maybe say like, "Show me your tits." Like, they, yeah. You know, or <laughs> yeah. someone's going to some girl's going to flip me off because she's like, "Why are you up there?" Yeah. But the cool part was when back in the day, all of a sudden those it went from that to like the girls were like my homies. Like, they mm-hmm. suddenly were on my side and they could see that we were reflecting each other mm-hmm. and then it was like a big difference like I don't know I can remember when that happened as well I could talk totally. about this all day long I'm this, so like this into actually it.
1: <laughs> touches on one of our questions which is just that even throughout that time and being mm-hmm. like you know a woman one woman in this all-male band in an industry where it's all men you still really leaned into your femininity your makeup like everyone you know you weren't afraid to like look like a girl you know which I feel like at that time and especially with like all of the pressure and the eyes on you is a lot you know like that's a lot of pressure but like you the 90s like, yeah. and
2: especially with the genre of music that you guys were in I don't think everyone
0: don't give me any credit because honestly no. I wasn't thinking at all about <laughs> any of that I was just being me like I would literally be in class and like drawing like flowers on my peachy going oh my god what am I we going to wear when I do like that next show like you know and or thinking of a lyric or you know what I mean like yeah. I wasn't thinking too hard about it I think that's the one thing that I tell people is that I was just being me like I literally was so naive and just sort of floating and passive and just being me and being creative because that's what I was. I didn't really have anything else going for me. You know what I mean? I wasn't good at school. I I was, you know, I was I wasn't a cheerleader. I wasn't I was in band. You know, I liked music, but I was just trying to find myself and when I wrote my first song, which I didn't know I could write, and it just sort of channeled through me, like, that was when I was like, okay, like, I think I might have something to offer somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I think I might, I wow, I didn't know I could do that. And it was interesting because everything that followed that as far as beauty goes happened, like, as a decoration to the song. Do you know what I mean? So it would be like, I have the song, now let me get the visual for the song. And that was like the celebration of of writing the song, you know. And what was that going to look like, you know, in a video or um, like how am I going to do my hair? And And I was just always inspired by everyone around me, like just coming up to Hollywood and going shopping on Melrose and seeing the way people were dressed and like, people were so bold and so like they they didn't want to be like everyone else like I didn't want to go to the mall and buy my clothes like I wanted to go to the thrift store and I want to find old stuff And then I wanted to sew it and I wanted to like you know watch old movies and try to pretend like I was Marilyn Monroe and like all the things that like inspired me um beauty wise Totally. and I think that like it's crazy now like it's so exciting now because we have so much more information and The beauty world is so cool because we all share with each other and build each other up in the, I mean, this is talk about the feminist thing or whatever. I mean, it's so nasty out there right now. You know what I'm saying? Like overall, but in this world, in this beauty world, it's not like, it doesn't matter if you look at Hailey Bieber and go, Holy crap, she's so beautiful. I want to redo her thing on my channel and let people see my version of her. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's incredible. Like that's sharing. That's, that's inspiring each other. That's making yourself try something new that makes you feel good. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about the community. And I, I learned about the community actually when I, um, collaborated with Wendy and the Urban Decay thing. Cause I was like, wow, these people are artists. Like they're going to take these colors I thought up and do what they're doing with it. Like that was when I got like that's when the fire started. I was like I got to do line.
2: I still have that palette. Me you me too. I am ha- wearing I'm literally
0: wearing the blush today. Like <laughs> yeah. Girl. <laughs> okay. With a lot of other things. Yeah, no expiration rolls. I'm sorry I talked so long. No. No. I this is a podcast. A, yeah. We oh. need this. <laughs>
2: Thank God you're talking this much. Um, I'm curious. Okay, let's say that you're on the phone with someone. They don't know who Gwen Stefani is and they ask you, "What is your aesthetic in three words?" How are you describing that to them?
0: That's my aesthetic um um i don't three words i would say black white and pink i don't know <laughs> i might tried that was at the pink point. not red okay i don't know i said pink because i think of just a girl and i yeah. think of that that line but
1: also your era of pink hair i like wanted to dye my hair pink so badly that's your favorite that's what's so crazy about that
0: record because that record for me was I can't listen to that record it was such a dark time for me like on so many levels like coming just coming off of tour and like having success for the first time and it was like a long tour it was like two and a half years like still lived with my parents I think I was like in my 26 or seven um but like the pink hair was like because of the heartache, it was like i'm gonna change I'm gonna change me, I'm gonna put my you know, and so the record is like so like ah, when I think of that time period, I think I had that hair for like a year. Mm-hmm. I ruined so many hotel rooms, you have no <laughs> idea like, do
1: you remember what you used?
0: um I think it was manic panic, yeah, yeah, I think yep. wow, the original oh well, Still and now. I didn't want that color. I wanted like cotton candy, yeah. and it was like really hot pink and I'll say shout out to my friend Christoph that did my hair pink for the first time.
1: It was a moment and we loved it. We found on your Wikipedia page (laughs) that you were named after a stewardess in a book called Airport. Is that true or false? That is true. My mom, my mom actually,
0: I think was when she delivered her, her baby me, (laughs) um, (laughs) she was in the hospital with another woman called Gwen, Uh I guess too. And then she was also reading this book about, it was a sign. Yeah, a book about somebody dying on a plane crash. Yeah, it went. It was, when, it so. was oh, a very
2: a very tumultuous <laughs> book, okay? <laughs> like, so that's a great
1: name. She had no idea I would be traveling that much. Yeah, but. oh my god. But speaking of travel, what do you always travel with? Like skincare items. What is in your makeup bag with you? I it's my makeup bag is full. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a disaster. And my makeup
0: kits are like getting over full. Like yeah. now that I really am doing this. It's like every time a new product comes out, you're like, do I really need all the extensions in my kit? Like, do I? Yes, Yes, I do. (laughs) So It's like my, my assistants here, she's upstairs, but she's, she gets so frustrated. She's like, Gwen, where did the lip glosses go? I'm like, I don't know. I keep stealing them for myself. Like I put them in this bag, that bag, but I think you always, like, if you had one thing that you need, if I needed one thing, and it would be, d- depending on where I was, like, if I was doing, like, a beach trip or something like that, I'd want, like, a black liner. Like, I'd line it up, I'd just, you know what I mean? yeah. Just yeah. to make sure I have that. Or if I wasn't, if I was just, like, I don't know, I think a red lipstick is always good, because if you have nothing else, at least you can have that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People ask these questions to me all the time, and I never know what to say. <laughs> do you
2: have like Do you have any skincare items that you're a big fan of?
0: Right now, I think the biggest skincare item would probably be you know Prime, the all time Prime. Okay. That that I use, but I, I've never. This is a thing. I've always had a lot of issues with my skin, like since I was a baby really like I couldn't even my mom couldn't use like detergent like the right because I was so sensitive Mm -hmm. and then later in life like in my early 20s I got really bad skin like acne all the same stuff that we all get and and then um so I it was really hard to like find skincare that worked that wasn't just like the dermatologist said you need to use this and I remember one of my dermatologists telling me to use um there was a, a Lancome um, foundation that I w- would use. I think it was called, like, um, Lucidity. Oh, my God, I can't believe I just remembered that. <laughs> that was so cool. Um, and I used that, I remember, for a long time. Um, but it's really hard. I think it's very hard for people to know what to wear and what what's going to be right for their skin. And it's just a lot of trial and error. And that's another reason why I feel like So, kind of cocky about this line because (laughs) I've never really been like that. Like, I've always just tried to be like, Yeah, whatever, like, this happened to me. But this, I feel like people can trust me on it because there is so much history. This is not, this is before music. This is like from when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A little girl running home from school and I had a girlfriend that had um a mom that did Mary Kay parties mm-hmm. and so her drawers were like full and we would just like I would be like go ask if we could do makeup like <laughs> we would just I would burn her neck with a curling iron and I would do like the makeovers on her I mean it was constant yeah. you know so yeah. I feel like this is the thing it's just there's so many great products out there now. There's so many different techniques. We're all different. We are all different. You know what I mean? We have different skin. We have different ways that we want to look, but it's just so fun to share the tricks and and trial. And I love working with the factories to kind of like push them to develop like really great products. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, The thing about makeup is, and what I've learned, is you kind of get what you get. Like, you have to have good products. Because what's the point? The whole point is that they're going to make you a better Mm -hmm. makeup artist, first of all. They're going to make you look better. Mm -hmm. They're going to make you feel better. It's just, And they have to be clean because that's where we're going. We want to take care of ourselves. And I didn't even set out to do that when I started this line. I, I didn't really care about that. I was like, I just want it to look good. I don't really care. You know, that wasn't my focus. That's been a super challenge, I think, to make bold, like, performance makeup artists like quality makeup that's clean is definitely um been a challenge but also fun because I feel like the chemists they're like the pressure's on them like everyone wants that now and so you'll you know you'll find something that you love from the past and say I want this I want to I want it to be better than this right and they're like oh it has plastic you know you can't you can't that's I, no, but I want glitter. But they're like, no, that's pla- you're putting plastic in your eyeball. You're like, oh my god. So I did these um, glitter pots that just came out. Um, I see and sparkle, and um, we did it. Like after like a bunch of run throughs, say This is what's so fun about it. I get to try everything, right? And it's just like it's like my whole life. It's like me going to my girlfriend's house, but I do that as a job now, which is super fun.
2: <laughs> I am a huge fan of one of the brow pencils it's like a blade. So it's not just, you guys know, like a yeah. lot of people. So good. So, so good. It's so good. And the lip liner, the, came shape, out, of the it. shape of it is just. So the, smart. I, I On the podcast, yeah. when it first came out, I was like, everybody needs to buy this eyebrow pencil because it will change how you do your eyebrows. It is so good. Our makeup artist that did our makeup today, she went and bought all these eyebrow pencils because I told her to. So like, legit makeup artists, I mean, we have legit makeup artists in this audience right now. Yeah. They're using it too, which is so exciting. Like, we talk about this a lot. Yeah. Celebrity beauty brands are now a dime a dozen, right? And I'm sure you probably were thinking, how do I differentiate my brand from everybody else's? Or maybe you weren't. Maybe you were like, who cares? I want to do this anyway. I felt like people were trying to
0: tell me I needed to or that, you know, I felt a little late in a way because... um because there were so many people that had already done makeup lines and stuff like that. But I I kind of was like, I don't really care because I know that this is what's super authentic to me. And it doesn't... Like, I'm the real makeup girl. Like, I don't even care whatever else anyone else does because I know this. And I that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the first time... I feel like everything I've done in some ways has led up to me doing this. You know what I mean? Because I did Lamb. I did Hair Gigu, I, I actually was, like, the face of, you know, Revlon, yep. L'Oreal. I did the Urban Decay thing. And I did the Mary Kay thing way back in the day. <laughs> worked for <laughs> Ultima 2. I did it's so me. And I've also been, you know, very much criticized for wearing way too much makeup. And like, why is she wearing that? What's under that face? Like, what is she trying to hide? Why is she wearing a mask? Like, you know, well, I don't care. I'm, you know, this is who I am. This is how I express myself. And um I know that it just brings you know, the people that know about the people that care like you guys and me, like we're talking the same language. You know what I'm saying? We could talk about this all day long and we would never get tired of it. Right. It's embarrassing. I'm, I'm embarrassed. (laughs) No, but I feel comfortable in front of you guys.
1: (laughs) But so you trademarked paint in 2018. So I know you guys are like stalker. (laughs) P-A-N-T, right? P-A-N-T, yeah. Journalists. Um, So obviously (laughs) this is something that you've been thinking about for a really long time, but why did like 2022 feel like the right time for a
0: Well, it was just a long time to get it going. I mean, the thing about the different lines that I've done in the past, if you want to talk business, which is not my thing, but <laughs> apparently it is because here we are. But, um, you know, when you license your name and you do a collaboration in that kind of way, um, it's a lot easier because the, the system is different, right? You don't have, like, everything in-house and you you kind of just say yes, no, and you have all these creative ideas. And I don't know, It's just it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with Give, I was like, you know what? basically back when my life exploded, when this is what the truth feels like came out, everybody, anybody that knows me knows what happened. Um, That was when I was like assessing my life, you know, like who am I? What's going to happen next? Like, how do I survive this? Like, what do I, what's my purpose? What does God want from me? Like, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I, and a lot of the stuff that I had done in the past was sort of like, tied to so many um oh god triggers for like pain you know what I mean so I was like I needed to, I really want to start something new and that was the idea was out of all the categories of things that I've created like I love designing lamb I loved being on the runway and doing New York fashion and it's something that I have done my whole life as well but when I did things that were bigger like bigger broader audiences for me like a hit there's nothing like a hit, like, I mean, when you touch so many people, so, like, for example, when I did Harajuku Mini for Target, like, I was designing for, you know, such a broad audience, and it was, like, everything had to be for under $25, so there was, like, this crazy, creative, like, oh, I gotta make this so cool, (laughs) and, like, I know that people that can't, afford to go to Japan and buy the clothes like I have for my kids <laughs> which is like what thank you Jesus um, <laughs> I, I I just want to make something that they can put on their babies that they that and and I wanted it to be like cool like I love dressing my babies like I had bought clothes from Japan for my babies before I even had my babies so oh, yeah. so um I was just so excited to do that and it was it was you know the first and only I think for a a designer line in Target that was in there for, like, three years, which is just – they don't do that. So it was really fun. Um, But I think with makeup, I just felt like when I did the Urban Decay collab, there was just something that felt – even when I did the Revlon and the L'Oreal thing, it was like, you guys got the right
1: girl. Like, you you, you guys should
0: pay me more because I can really talk about makeup. Like, I really love doing this. Like, this is actually – you don't really know who you got here, you know what I mean? So, it was just all those things kind of leading up to to doing it, and and then I did I did it. My dad told me not to do it. Everyone was saying, "Don't do it. Go just go sail a whale, in, in you know, in Oklahoma, and make out with Blake, and <laughs> like you know, don't don't work anymore because there's a lot, of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. But I feel like if I'm not creative in some way, like I feel like that's my purpose. Like I have to do that, and I feel like also starting a makeup beauty line is quite scary in your 50s, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, now I got to, like, put my face out there, like, more and more and more. And um, But I feel like I don't care. Like, I I know that there's young girls that want to learn from me, that can learn from me. I know that there's women that are my age and older that are going to learn from me. And that's my time to give back. Like, I got to put my head out there and be like if you saw me this morning and then you saw me now, like <laughs> we all know what we're talking about here, right? <laughs> like it's, it's a miracle what makeup can do. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like my passion and I know that I need it in my life and I want to share that with people. So
2: here we are. Thank you. You're welcome. Are y'all enjoying <laughs> the combo so far? Are y'all having fun? Okay. I, I think it's great, but you know, I'm biased. So I actually want to touch on something that you just said, putting your face out there. Mm-hmm. So social media... Like this is, it's a norm now, but you know, at the beginning of your career, it was non-existent. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like a love hate with social media? I feel like celebrities now, they were scrutinized back then Mm -hmm. in the tabloids, but now you have everybody's opinion. That's not a publisher being able to just comment whatever they want whenever, like on your photos, on your Instagram, wherever they want a video of you. How do you handle that? Do you feel, um, do you feel like restricted? Do you feel nervous or anxious about that? Or do you care? Well, I feel like God built me for this in some way because even back
0: before social media, you know, we would be like, no doubt would be like, you know, okay, it's Wednesday. Let's go to the PO box and see if we have any fan mail. I'll <laughs> cram in the Nissan Sentra and go down there and get Aww. our 10 notes and like read them. And, you know, there'd be like, oh my God, you're so amazing. And you're so cool. And there'd be the one that'd be like, I don't really like when you da 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 da. And, and then for the next month, that would be the joke. And we would talk about it. And it would be like, oh, I'll well, fuck them. Like, you know, you're, it's like, and so that we had that back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it never really stopped me. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the real truth about life is this is real right here. Like, I look in your faces. You, this is me. This is you. I'm being me, you're smiling at me. You know what I mean? Like, this is real. Like, my family is real. Mm. But when I watch words online, that's just, who knows? It could be a robot. I have no idea, so I don't care. Yeah. Um, and really, truly, out of the millions of years I've been doing this, it's very rare that anyone ever says anything mean to me, to my face. I mean, it's it's always been a pleasure to be... Um, to exchange love with people, really, truly, you know, and put myself out there, and I—I I don't know, it doesn't. I'm not scared of it, but to say that, you know, I love good lighting. I love some filters. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> Give me some filters. Someone that knows how to shoot me. Like I like to look the best I can. Clearly, you know what I mean. And um, <clears throat> I try to make sure that I find the best people. Like. Right now, I'm working with this makeup artist. You guys probably know Ernesto. Um, have you seen him? He's literally, I just started working with him. And he's like, um, he's also a photographer. And he took these pictures of me. And I was like, oh, my God, how do you, how? Like, that's not even me, but yes.
1: <laughs> like, you know? um, we so, love someone like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the best.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just, it, it's fun. It's art and collaboration. and But yes, of course, there's, there's things – the worst thing is when someone says something about your, like, your soul that you know is like, that's just not true. You know yeah. what I mean? And they can just say it, and they can get away with it. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to slap you. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. no. Good. Good. <laughs> so but I never slap them.
1: <laughs> I slap them around a little bit if yeah. they come to my show, but <laughs> – So also on that note, you mentioned being in your 50s. Yeah. You look Woo! so incredible. Thank you. So how does it feel – You know, now that you are in your 50s versus maybe when you started out in your career thinking about, like, am I still going to be doing this when I'm in my 50s?
0: I know. I never thought I would be doing this ever, 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 let alone now. Um, The thing is, is that once you taste the blood... Of success. <laughs> Once you have that love, you know what I mean? It's like that rush when you post and someone says, Oh my God, you're so pretty. Like, you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: keeping it real. You're keeping it real. <laughs> it's true. Uh, felt it.
0: You want to keep pressing that button, you know? And it's like the more that people are like, Oh my God, I love this song, or this song changed my life, or, you know, you watch people online, you know, wear your sweatshirt or anything. I mean, it's just. It's just such an amazing thing. It really is. I, I would never want to trade it. I I love being famous in that way. Like, I love that part of it, you know? And I love I love hearing people's stories about how the music has helped them. And, again, like, I was just doing what I do. Like, I wasn't trying at all. I really wasn't trying. And so that's why I say don't give me the credit because I was just being. You know what I'm saying? Um But I think with uh, at this point in my life, like I said earlier, just having to do something creative that can participate and try to help people. And, you know, I don't know if we're going to talk about the ambassador program. I know there's 11 ambassadors that are here today. But um, being able to, like, think about all that exchange of love with these people that are already doing the work for me, like loving me. You know what I'm saying? Like encouraging me, inspiring me, um, giving me a reason to... Still do creative stuff and feel confident about it, like I was thinking about that when I was making this line because I halfway through the line, I was like i i don 't want to just do just a makeup line like I, I can and but that it 's not exciting, super exciting for me like there, I want it to be something more, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but the concept was, well, you know if i 'm going to work for basically Borghese and Ultima 2, and I'm going to make 10%, right? Like, when I go in there. And if I sell enough, which I was never going to, but if I did, I would get to take home a used, um, like, fragrance bottle (laughs) with, like, this much left in it, and I was, like, super excited for that. Because the makeup community is already a community, People are already sharing. People are already wanting to get that rush and have an excuse to post a picture of what they did with their art that day. It's like, why wouldn't we just give them 30% of whatever they sell? They can sell the makeup. They can have their identity be in this community with me because they're already there. And we can just do this together. And then they can make some cash. And You know what I mean? So, like, it kind of works. Everybody wins. You know what I mean? And so, um, do I keep saying, you know what I mean? A lot? No. <laughs>
2: but that's what normal people do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like. Yeah. We say we're like, just, um, and you know, that's what everybody We're does. just hanging out. Hot. I'm going to
0: <laughs> So that's what um, the givers are. And it's been really like a slow start to it because we were just sort of like seeing how it was going to unfold, but there's a lot to come. And I just love the idea of, you know, even like back in the day when I would go to my girlfriend's house and they would have like a Mary Kay party and you would see the women sitting around the, and they would all be sharing the makeup like oh you got to try this try it like this it was just it's kind of that same idea as being at the counter but having to be able to do it from your house <laughs> and also live in a community of, of supporting people that could um you could share with and and just be inspired by so kind of exactly what you guys are doing just talking about makeup and and sharing and feeling good you know.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Before we get into a rapid-fire round, I okay. need to ask you about one Blake Shelton. Ooh, yum. <laughs> uh, does, does Blake have a skincare routine? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> um, he I looks good. I don't want to reveal too much
0: okay, of okay. his beauty secrets, but this this is a man that wakes up and can't even wash his face inside a normal like sink. He has to come to the kitchen because he's so tall. Like, he's like... But that's about it. A little wash of the... A little, a little water throw yeah. in the and kitchen
2: sink. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Blake, you're on the show next. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a, <laughs> a five-minute episode, but yes. it'll be great. <laughs> just one segment. Okay. Rapid fire time. Bum, bum, bum. Usually we call this slow burn because we're like, just give us whatever answer you want. But now this is rapid fire. Yeah, okay. We we time. <laughs> I'm running out of time.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm not good at... Yeah. I'm yeah. slow processing, so we'll see. Okay. No, this easy. might
2: be easy, but red lip or blonde hair? Oh, God. You can only choose one. It's tough. Um, I would
0: say blonde hair <gasps>
2: for now. Okay. Country or rock music? Ooh, well,
0: I guess I would say right now, country. <gasps> There's some good wow. songs, guys. <laughs> there, there are. What's your favorite Christmas song? In the world? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Uh, you Make It Feel Like Christmas. Blake Shelton goes to Because I wrote that with him. <laughs> I mean, is that...
2: Oh, so okay, cute. what's your second favorite that's not your own? Uh, probably like... Um, Oh my gosh, you're totally yeah, stressing like- <laughs> me out. I don't. Sorry, I do love your version of Last Christmas. That's my favorite. It's you the- do? Yes. That's really controversial, but thank you
0: so really? much. Really? I, I love like- that. I love it.
2: It's on the playlist that we were playing I earlier. Love- thank you. I've actually, I will
0: say that my Christmas album is my favorite album I've ever made, for sure. Oh, yeah. wow. Just because wow. wow. I loved being able to write Christmas music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I love doing the covers, but the original songs on there yeah. is just like, and I did it with this amazing songwriter producer busby and he had Uh passed Uh so every time that i like in my mind he was going to be my forever songwriting partner for the rest of my life and then he was gone and so when christmas comes around and i hear it it's just like it's even oh i got chills like Uh
1: yeah it's a nice way to honor him it is yeah Yeah. okay rapid fire (laughs) (laughs) cmt or mtv Oh God, for sure. MTV. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, CMT. <laughs> okay.
0: Camila or John? Ooh, um, God, that's rude. They're both coming to dinner tonight, by the way. Uh, They're both making you dinner. Tonight? No, I'm, ma- I'm, oh. I'm having them. Me and my yeah. husband, Blake are having them for dinner tonight. Oh so my God. we thought we would just, you What's know, on the we wanted to be controversial,
2: <laughs> but like we knew you weren't going to pick either or like we th- like th- together. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, this is
0: the thing. They couldn't be more different. Right. right. I mean, she is like a little chihuahua like that's <laughs> literally like so hyper and crazy. And I love her. We have <laughs> so much fun together. I'm going to miss the I'm going to miss her so much. Um. And and John is like, he's so like, chilled and like a scientist of music and everything. He knows everything. And it's like, I'll be like, John, you know everything. What is
2: your mac and cheese recipe? Like,
0: he even knows about cooking. He knows everything.
2: John's a Capricorn. Just saying. We're Capricorns. So we always talk about that. We
1: always are right. Okay. We're going to round out with this last question. Don't speak or what are you waiting for?
0: I have to give that one to don't speak because I would not be here right now (laughs) if it wasn't for that song. That song is the first song... To be like, okay, yeah, it doesn't matter where you live in the world, what language you speak. We all have the same heart, and like, we all get hurt, and we all need this song. And I don't. Me and my brother wrote that song, and it was just literally sent right to us. So I'm so
2: grateful. Thank you, God. I have Thank to say you. though, what are you waiting for? Gave me motivation to quit my full time job three years oh, ago.
0: Yay. So, yay! Just say like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that good? I don't
2: know. Um, Gwen, we cannot thank you enough. I had so much Just fun. Can I come back? Uh, yes, uh, let's, anytime. Let's talk about makeup again. Yes, please. All <laughs> right, everyone. Thank you for attending. We adore all of you. And we hopefully have some new subscribers in the house. Yes. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> and givers, I'll see you online. I'll be posting some more pictures. Um, And Easy. look for that tutorial, Jenny Stefani. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we just want to thank a few people. Yes. First of all, Refinery29 and Vice for hosting and letting us take over the space.
2: Callie Rosa for the beautiful pink cocktails, which we loved. Um, also Shake Shack for the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to thank you for being yeah, my work wife. You. And I would like to thank the lovely Gwen Stefani for taking thank the time. Thank
0: you so to much for, for having time. me.
1: Thank you, makeup artists. I love you. Alright, that's it. Thank you everyone for listening. We will be back on Tuesday with the week's most buzzy beauty news. Make sure you subscribe to us on
2: Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and
1: join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson,
2: K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group.